This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to Audiobook Test Drive. In today's episode, we are featuring an excerpt from The Good Master, written by Joy Zelig. He provides surrendered submissives sanctuary. Darla was one of the few live-in submissives that he'd come to love. Twenty years his junior, she'd finished her coursework and the exams for her Ph.D., then took a leave from NYU without writing the dissertation. For several years, he'd let her hide in his penthouse, cared for and indulged, disciplined and educated, petted and punished. He'd lost Darla, or more accurately, set her free, to pursue the life she was meant to pursue to be the person she was meant to be. That loss had hurt, but it had been the right thing to do. Sometime later, she'd sent him a gift, a young submissive she'd named Grace. Damaged and vulnerable, Grace needed help, discipline and control, attention and compassion, healing from the kinds of abuse that often finds natural submissives. In short, she needed a good master. Being a dominant doesn't mean that you don't have obligations. He took Grace in. He provided her with the menu of nurturance and punishment that she so desperately needed. He taught her to understand herself, her needs and desires, her strengths and her vulnerabilities, her blind spots and her personal history. Almost twenty years younger than the master, like Darla, Grace isn't really suited to being a long-term lover or companion. Does that mean he's doomed himself to a kind of serial monogamy, a string of younger submissives, an ongoing catch-and-release program? Or is it time that he found someone his own age to play with? And now for your listening pleasure, an excerpt from The Good Master. Book 1. Losing Darla. Chapter 1. The Penthouse Roof. Pretty much ruined my day. Sunny and warm, went up for my morning swim. Something happened to the mechanism that's supposed to slide back the penthouse roof so I can swim laps in the open air, when the weather's right. However much open air you think New York has. Glitched. Wouldn't open. I swam anyway. But swimming's supposed to relax me. Mostly, the whole fucking half hour, I was pissed off. Not a new problem. Supposed to have been fixed so many times before. And then, Darla. People are confused about, whatever you want to call them, surrendered sex slaves. Think it's, do whatever you want, who cares? You're just the master. Nice cartoon. Not really. It's complicated. One of those situations where language, something between, lets us down and misleads us. I understand. I've muddied the waters here myself. It's not slavery, and it's not defeat. Surrender is a rather different thing. Whenever anyone surrenders, there are always terms. It's not, this isn't ancient Rome, would that it were, and I don't get to be Caligula. 
there's a lot of planning, care, and adjusting involved, which, frankly, is just a huge pain in my ass. Darla was in a bad mood, her worst kind, really, pouty and reticent, something so obviously there, didn't want to say it, or not too soon anyway, her little game. And as I'm supposed to, I pretended patience remained aloof. Whatever the issue, she'll let me know, and soon. Yeah, clearly, soon. Not really that I'm waiting her out, more that I'm letting her play out whatever she feels she needs to, a kind of emotional letting off of steam. That's her right, negotiated, agreed. But that thing with the roof, way I felt, I would have gone to work far happier that morning if I could have just either put Darla on her knees and choked her with my cock, or bent her over the dining room table and fucked her ass with reckless abandon before showering and leaving for a day of productive activity. Didn't. Just not good timing. You manage people. You manage sexual slavery as well? That's the deal? I have, probably more accurate not to call them friends, colleagues who see this rather differently. You own what you own. You do with your property what you wish to do with your property. You have property rights. Property has no rights. I dine with these people, on occasion, at the Yale Club, stag, of course. I listen to them politely. Now and then I laugh or make the required lewd remark. I don't wink. Don't like people who wink. Just looks too much to me like a neurological symptom. They were born rich. Pretty much every last one of them. Generations deep rich. I think that's the difference. Not all that long ago, not that far back, really, their families owned actual slaves. Something about that leeches into your bones. However much you pretend otherwise, whatever oaths you murmur, however much you tell other people, or tell yourself, that you're different, that you're not your great-grandfather, you are, and you know it. In some ways, you revel in it. But, if someone beat half a brain into you, in college or before, you also know that you're not supposed to talk about it, publicly, which is not where we're having dinner. Because at the Yale Club, over food and most especially drink, what people really think doesn't just leak out around the edges a little. It pours. I won't pretend that I don't find some piece of that appealing. Caligula did whatever the fuck to whoever the fuck, whenever the fuck he wanted. That's just gorgeous. But I'll admit to a modicum of somewhat secret decency. As much as I want to say, or confess, that I'd love to at least go back to a time, a place, a rank, where that was a possibility, I know the truth. Because I've gone to places where I could have done that, and I have more than enough money. I could do it in New York, if I really wanted to. I have colleagues who do. Debbie Does Dallas, Meet Caligula Conquers Queens. But there are lines. There is some point after which what you're doing, whatever the theoretical pleasure of just utterly and complete subjugating someone to your sexual will, to your unfettered whims and desires, however much a true submissive might really enjoy, even benefit from that, it becomes, well, sick. Really not good for business, either wrong, habit to get into, 
They don't much teach Caligula in MBA programs. There's a reason for that. Doubtless he lives on in porn, in all kinds of incarnations. Fantasy is fantasy. That's too far. I enjoy power and dominance, but that's just too far. We hope you enjoyed listening to this excerpt from The Good Master. If you would like to hear the entire audiobook, it can be purchased at Amazon.com, Audible.com, and iTunes.com.